0: What's up? This is episode three of Boxing with Tony and Will. I'm Tony. I'm Will. And on today's episode, we are going to hit y'all with a little follow-up action and a little preview action. We're going to first recap Bud Crawford versus Mean Machine. I'm not going to try to pronounce Doug's name. And we are also going to preview not the biggest fight of the year or even the most anticipated rematch of the year, but definitely the most Hate <laughs> between two people that only fought one time and really probably don't even know each other like that, and that's just... and the, hate, the hate. The hate
1: wasn't there, like you know, before the first fight at all, <laughs> at all. <laughs> Which we could, we could. I want to
0: get into where where it stems from too. <laughs> once we definitely. once we get into it, definitely. And if y'all don't know what we're talking about, we are talking about Jamel Charlo versus Tony Harrison two for the WBC. Junior middleweight world championship. Um, but first, let's talk about Bud. Uh, he was in the scrap. He was in the in the tough one. But he got he. It was a knockdown. If you watch the fight, it was a knockdown. But uh, Bud recovered. He put hands on main machine. It was a good fight. But got hit with a couple good shots. A lot of good shots, not a couple. He got hit. He got hit. But you could see from the from the onset, he wanted to fight. It was just one of those things. Uh, Andre Ward said it in the recap or during the commentary, you know, you could be the best boxer in the world, which many people feel Bud is, but if I wanna come in here and just let the hands go for a night, I don't, that's what I'm gonna do. And that's kinda what right. that's kinda what the fight was. Uh I thought it was a really good fight. I thought it didn't it didn't show me anything I didn't know about Terence Crawford, but it was just it was a really good night of boxing and a good fight. Uh what did you think about that fight, bro?
1: Like you said, it was a it was a good fight, you know, Bud doing what he did. You know, I mean, doing what he does, right? You know, he, I mean, he, he a scrapper. You know, it ain't, but he definitely one of the one of the guys. He can, you know, he could take a hit. He good at bouncing back. He, he, you know, he 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 known to get into like a few mixy situations or something. You know, in uh in some of his fights, to where like mm-hmm. people, are, you know, early on in the fights, people look at it and think they're really mixing it up. But as the fight progresses, you know, Bud does what he does,
0: right? He's probably the closest thing to Mayweather when it, in the sense of, uh, like, ver, like DNA in in breaking down an opponent after the first couple. Because usually, you could see it in a lot of uh, buzz fights, not the Amir Khan fight, but a, a lot of other fights where, uh, kind of early, but it's still winning. But you know, it looks a little competitive. It looks close, but as the fight goes on, he's. He understands like what the guy's coming with, and he just breaks them down. Right. Um. I. It's it's weird to me to see Bud fight all these guys in their division, knowing the the just the possibilities that's out there for him. Like he Keith Thurman, he called Keith out two three years ago when Keith was at the top of one forty seven, and, and this is when Terrence was still at 140, talking about I'm going to go to 147. I want Keith Thurman and We understand the promotional aspects of it, but it's just like these guys, number one, they're getting older. Now, none of them are near the end of their careers outside of Pacquiao, but they're still getting older in a fight game. You know, age is everything. And, you know, the excuse of we want the fight to be big as possible is not a good excuse because as as much as boxing is coming back to the forefront of the world, and as much as it's getting back to a a space where people just want to see fights, none of these guys are fucking Sugar Ray. None like none of these guys is Roberto Duran or Marvin Hagler to where they they can you know somebody might know them on the street that don't watch boxing. You know what I mean? Right.
1: So it's like yeah, it's only it's only a handful on that. It's, it's wild because it's like a handful of them that they're knowing it probably ain't from boxing. It's exactly. You know, like, I mean, you know, A-B, like you can, you you know, they people recognize Adrian Brown on the street and yeah. so much from boxing. Shit people like, recognize, that. like social media. Yeah. Or like people like I'm sure a lot of women can recognize Devontae Davis now from his public relationship or whatever. You mm-hmm. know, things mm-hmm. like things outside of boxing are making, you know, y'all becoming more known for the shit outside of boxing.
0: Right, that's a hell of a point. And, and especially off the strength that you look at it from a standpoint of, okay, uh, we want this fight to be as big as possible. We want this fight to be big as possible. But it's like, man, these fights got to happen. You know, a lot of these guys are making a lot of money right now because you have the zone, you got ESPN, you got Showtime and Fox. So the bags is getting thrown out there because you got to be able to compete, you know, to keep fighters on your brand or your roster, however you want to look at it. So I I hate I hate this idea that we want these fights to be big as possible because that's bullshit. It's the same simple- because you you don't you don't wanna
1: go from the fight being at like its peak as far as like the interest of the mm-hmm. fight and then it's you keep putting it off because you say you want it to be as big as possible and then when the interest starts when the interest of the fight starts to fade then you wanna try to make it happen quick, you know, to kind of salvage
0: whatever you can get left out of it. And you definitely then that's a great point. And you definitely don't wanna keep holding on to these things because we find ourselves in a in a we find ourselves in a space where last year or beginning of this year, I'll say, I'll put it that way, we had so many possible fights to be made. We had so many top guys that vying to say, I'm the best at one forty seven, I'm the best at Wall I'm the best at Wells Wait. And here we find ourselves almost in two thousand twenty with we don't know when Earl's gonna be back in the ring. Manny Pacquiao is going to be forty-one or forty-two next year. He's probably got a few more big, big fights in him, and he's choosing his opponents. Anyway, you know, um, Keith lost. Keith has not fought since he lost to Pacquiao. That was over the summer, and I think he said Keith said he was hurt again. Danny's what, didn't he fought one time this year? I don't understand why he's fighting again in February. Sean uh lost the Earl. So it's like we we go from the top to the cupboard is bare. even though we know we got shit there, but it's like we we got the food but we can't really make it. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> so it's like this shit is this shit gotta get settled because it's one thing for, for PBC and top rank to have dislike for each other, but it's a it's a whole nother thing for y'all to be fucking with talented guys' legacies and and, and things like that because no matter how much money you make and no matter how perfect your record is or, ch- or how many wins you got, if the resume is low and you didn't fight the greatest of your era, what does that really make you?
1: And, that's, and I mean, you got to just look at some of these potential, potential fights. It's like, y'all can make more money together. Easily. Like, so it's like, like y'all, y'all, y'all hate each other that much to where it's like, y'all don't even want to make
0: money together. And that shit is nuts. Like Danny and Terrence would kill. Uh, uh, Terrence, uh and Sean Terrence Porter and would kill anybody over there. Like, like it would kill. <laughs> like
1: Terrence could fight everybody over there and make a killer.
0: He would. It would kill. And it's like, like
1: pick whoever you want, pick whoever you want from that side and put them up against Bud, and they, it's gonna be
0: a great fight. And it's like y'all cannot dislike each other that much to where y'all don't want to make money for yourselves and y'all don't want to make fi- money for the fighters y'all so claim to have so much respect and love for. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, man. I, it's I don't know. I mean, and, and you know, we kind of talk. You know, we we talk a lot about how we, whether whether we actually believe some
0: of these mega fights are actually going to be made. And and the more time go by, we've been doing this show for what a year now. Close to it, yeah. Uh, at least a boxing a boxing podcast in itself. We've been doing this for a year, and and these matchups we talked about. seeing, it went from. I can't wait to see that, bro. I feel like it's close. I can't wait to see that, man. It, it gotta happen. I can't wait to see that. I, I know it's gonna happen, man. That shit ain't gonna happen. <laughs> that shit not gonna happen. AJ Wilder, I don't never think they're gonna fight. Bud and Earl, I don't think that's ever gonna happen. And it's just like, it's 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 and I, and I feel like with I feel like with the with the with the Earl accident, I, I guess depending on how
1: how that shit, how that whole situation turned out, that, you know, I'm like, that might put us even further away from it ever happening.
0: Exactly, because you know, he, you know
1: we I mean, I don't know, I i never heard anything or said anything about how severe or unsevere his, you know, whatever type of injuries he might have sustained and mm-hmm. recovery time and what he'll look like once he get back. Right. And it's like, I mean, this fight could have been happening, you know, these are two of the guys that have been talked about as as two of the best in the division for a while, right?
0: And it's, it's only fucked up because you got a girl, you got a, you got a guy, Earl Spence, who is pound for pound one of the best fighters in the world. We know that a guy who is it's Earl has it, and Turns has it, and for us to not see that because of like political bullshit between two people who's who've had beef since those two were kids it don't make sense you know it's 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 a fucked up situation for them to be in and and guys like tim bradley don't do it no justice when he say the shit he said after that right because you can't say you can't say the only real man at pbc is deontay wilder because he wants to be great and shit like that when you I understand you got to sell wolf tickets to the people and you got to put on for your team. But it's like, what something we've learned from this shit, something we've learned from this whole situation is that these grown men are all sensitive. And it's like, if you say one thing about the other, that's just giving the other reason to not make these things happen. Basically. (laughs) It's just just pointless, bro. Especially
1: when they're not even, you know, they're not even talking like they ain't even talking crazy to each other.
0: Exactly. And it's like, it's, it's everybody in between, it's everybody in the middle, and you got guys like Bob Aram, who's in his 90s, <laughs> still moving off this era of Ali and Frazier. and, you know, it was only three fucking channels on TV, so these fights was easier to make, it wasn't this many governing bodies, it wasn't this many belts, and, you know, it's clear Bob hasn't adjusted to the current climate, because you just can't be talking crazy about PBC and and then come out in the same breath and say, we wanted to make the fight happen. Because, first of all, y'all can't even agree on a channel these fights is going to happen on. <laughs> so, yeah. you, can't, you can't even agree where we're going to watch the fight. Y'all definitely not agreeing on millions and millions of dollars, let alone, you know, now you, Now they say Fury and Wilder is a, a multi-broadcast, so I guess it's going to be on Fox and ESPN. It's like, bro, keep, we we all enjoyed the first fight and it was really fun to see, but y'all telling me out of all of these cross-promotional matchups, this is the one y'all can make? Right. <laughs> it's like, like, okay, we got the first fight, and, and we appreciate it. It was a dope fight, but that's before Fury was ESPN number one. Number one, that's really what it was. That's before Fury was even signed to ESPN, because had he been that's signed to ESPN at the time, that first fight wouldn't have happened. So it's like, it's it's just it blows my mind how we don't how we don't get these matchups and that's what I saw from the Bud fight is like he's so great and Main Machine brought a really good fight to Bud but Bud is on such a level that it really didn't matter because not once in that fight did you think Bud was gonna lose.
1: I <clears throat> oh, mean, you gotta think like that's like even even thinking like about the the point that I made that I was making to an old dude on Twitter when we was talking about Fury and Wilder. Uh huh. When he went uh I don't even remember what, I don't even it was remember about, the It was about, I feel like, he, he was, commented late.
0: He said that, because you had said Wilder. Oh no, because for...
1: it, well, no, it was, yeah, it was something about, some, somebody posted something about uh saying that Wilder ain't fought, or, like, Fury made a comment about Wilder not fighting anybody or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And then I think I was just like, ain't either one of them really fought any real competition since they fought each other. Truthfully. And then, and then what, what was he telling me about Ortiz? He said, Wild, the he said or Wilder
0: fought Ortiz since that fight.
1: Oh, yeah. He was saying Ortiz is a threat. I was like, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, no. Was, Ortiz was up every round in that fight, and I never thought Wilder was going to lose the fight.
0: Ever. And it's like, fam, the shit is crazy. The shit is crazy because it's like, okay. Number one, we don't know how old Luis Ortiz is. Let's just let's just put that out there. Yeah, because I, well, I feel like one <laughs> that told me 40, 41, and I know you're lying. It's like though we don't we don't even know how old this guy is. Number one. So number two, like that. I, I I will we'll save that because I don't even want to talk about Ferry and right now because they haven't announced the venue, they haven't locked down much. But we I do believe the fights going to happen February twenty second. Now back to last Saturday, Bud and with May Machine. Another fight that happened before that was a fight I thought was going to be really competitive, but I felt the outcome was going to be the same as it was. And that's Teofimo Lopez versus Richard Comey. Teofimo Lopez smoked him. Two rounds, (laughs) a knockout. A a great knockout, it was. And that sets up Teofimo Lopez to fight uh, Vasily Lomachenko, I presume probably in April, in the spring. Now, we are both on record in saying that we both think he is going to get killed by Lomachenko. And I think it's going to be necessary because he's super talented and he'll bounce back from that loss. But sometimes you just got to teach him, though. I think, yeah. I mean... I compare it, I compare, I compare I like, it to... I like, T- I, like T- I compare it to a Canelo Mayweather situation. Now, granted, I don't think Tiafemo has the talent that Canelo has especially at that he may have more talent than Canelo had at the time of he, him fighting Floyd versus him fighting Lopez. He might not have the
1: discipline that Canelo has like Exactly. Is, I, I feel like Canelo is different when it comes to like training. So I don't know I don't know if Tiafimo has that I won't say I won't say that he won't he doesn't but I don't I I don't know if he does and I guess you know we'll see he's
0: still young very right. and and like I like I was saying I I think this I think him, that fight is going to be good for him number 1 and I think him losing badly is going to be good for him because I do think he's going to lose badly I don't I don't know if he'll get stopped but I do think little Machango is going to go in there and do what he wants to do um now granted, Canelo at that time was the best young fighter in the sport uh that was you could see that I don't think Teofimo Lopez is the best young fighter in the sport. I don't even think he's the second best young fighter in the sport. But he has a belt, and he does. He's very, very talented. Um, one thing I want to say, well, one thing I want to ask you, or well, a little mini topic on the side of what we're discussing: Do you think that he can he could take a loss from Lomachenko and grow, or will he fold under that? <laughs> oh. It,
1: I don't know, That that's a tough question. <laughs>
0: he a cocky dude. Like, can, Very much so. Can,
1: it's like, can you take a loss like that and still keep your head up? Mm-hmm. You know, when you, especially when it's somebody you've been calling out and you've been crazy, and, you know, he can't touch you and, and all of this stuff. Can you can you take can you take a loss and then still hold your head up and go back to the drawing board and come back stronger? Right. So it's it's all about like I mean it's really about like can your pride and your ego take that type of hit? That's that old that's question. that's tough, I don't, that's, I don't tough know for, I that's tough for the young guy. <laughs> no, but you you get what I'm saying because yeah, it's like, for sure. He for a sure. young guy. He he he's like overly cocky. So it's like you know normally you want to say yeah, but it's like with somebody. But then it's almost <laughs> like I. Right, is he one of those guys where it's like, all right, no matter what, you can't do? Yeah, is he a Broner? Like, <laughs> right. So, it's like – like, I mean, don't be a Broner. out
0: baby. Be a Broner confidence-wise. Don't be a Broner anything yeah. everything else. Yeah, be a Broner confidence-wise than anybody else as far as China. But But,
1: yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. It's like, all right, Kenny – can he can he take that and and keep moving and you know keep moving forward if it you know if he get up in there and get his ass kicked, can he you know can he
0: just still hold his head high for that? sure um i i I want to say he can just cuz i i do like Tiffy him that's i it's not a i don't like him i I think he's a really good fighter and he's definitely No but you
1: know some guy some guys you know sometimes you like All right, he just need to
0: be humble yeah some some guys they just got to learn a lesson and he he needs it but i don't <laughs> and and i don't and i'm not saying that from a standpoint of i think that like his his uh attitude or his persona is bad it's just he's not as great as he thinks he is and you some can't, guys
1: needed to make him
0: better you can't walk around like that with as many flaws as he has because you could see his flaws but he hasn't been matched up against the competition to say that you know those flaws can be exposed um you know it's but so many great. Like fights. I always,
1: I always say, like Canelo wouldn't be Canelo without that Mayweather fight.
0: No, no, and he knows that, which is which is the great thing about Canelo, and why I'm such a. I've, over the last year, probably since the second Triple G fight, I've become so much more of a fan of Canelo because he learns from every fight, he learns from every situation. He's really a student of the game, and
1: no, you can you can see it, and you can see it when he fights though like. Just like his, just his style. You can see, you can see,
0: like the changes made, like to his style every fight. Yeah, like, like we said, uh, like we said in the Danny fight, the,
1: that was like the, some of the defense best hair was movement.
0: nuts. That was that was <laughs> some of the
1: best, like head movement, like
0: Danny Jacobs is a hell of a fight, and the defense Canelo uh displayed was crazy.
1: So yeah, I mean, I think, I think Tia female, yeah, I think. I don't think I I think he's one of those guys I don't think you can really break his confidence. So I think as long as he can as long as he can go up and there and whatever happens, happens. He you know, he he, he move forward and, and keep pushing forward with his hair, I think he'll be fine.
0: hmm And I hope that's what we see, man, because he's a he's a really great talent and there's a lot of fights to be made with him and a lot of other young guys uh, in the sport like like uh Devin Haney, like Virgil Ortiz, like uh, just uh, just so many guys I could keep going on and on. But it's so many fights out there for TFA Mo Lopez, especially as he continues to, to build strength and get stronger and, you know, develop develop and move up in weight because, you know, one thirty five isn't the end for these young guys that are at one thirty five. Right. So it's it's it's. it's it's a lot out there for him. I just hope that he learns from the the Lomachenko fight overall. You know, say somehow he does win. Don't think that you are you can just rest on that. Like, get better. Learn from whatever you felt you didn't do right. Just continue to grow as a fighter. That's what I want to see from him. So, I look forward to seeing him and Lomachenko fight. Yeah, the, the fight. So, that fight would be really big for both guys. And I really think that's a good fight for both of them. Uh, Lomachenko, before we get to the, to the main event, Lomachenko has a plan of fighting Devin Haney in 2020 and Javante Davis in 2020. Neither one of those will happen. I just want everybody listening and every boxing fan to know that shit is not happening. Because if they can't, if they can't do business to make Earl versus Terrence Crawford, they definitely not going to do business to make Tank versus Lomachenko. That's number one. He ain't fighting Devin Haney. Because he could afford Devin Haney this year. And Devin ain't going to be no bigger of a star next year than he is right now. So so that fight is not going to happen. My In my eyes, I feel this is what Bob Arum's plan is for Loma Chango. Yeah, rather, Loma wants this or not. I feel this is the plan. And i felt this way for a while. I believe Bob's plan was to have Teofimo Lopez fight Richard Comey. And the winner of that fight, which we now know is Teofimo would we'll go on to fight Vasily in the spring, setting up a unification championship, uh, undisputed fight in 2020. And I feel that Bob was going to sacrifice either Tiafemo or Richard Comey to Lomachenko. And that would give Lomachenko all the belts in 135. And that would give uh, top rank a lot of bragging rights over a lot of people. And then Lomachenko, since he is struggling to make 135. He is a small guy as is. I think he's going to go back down to 130 and then run 130 until he retires. <laughs> That's the way I see it. And I'm having a hard time not saying it go that way <laughs> because the shit is kind of laid out perfectly for all parties involved, really. Oh, man. Now, now. This is what we've been waiting for. From a fight and boxing standpoint, we were waiting for AJ Ruiz to happen. But that was just boxing. This here... <laughs> this oh, man, that's something, that's something different. That's some different shit, man. <laughs> this is hate on a level between two people I have not seen in a very long time. And this isn't boxing hate. This is, if I see you on the street hate, it's up. <laughs> what, yeah, when? did this come from? With Tony and Jamel, bro. Man, nah. it was all. It was all,
1: It was all good before the first fight. It was. It, it was all good after the first fight. Until they announced the winner, they, they was dapping it up and hugging after the first fight. Until they announced the winner, it was all respect. It was. Look, I, I shit you not. I remember. I remember it like it was <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> I remember. I remember after that bell rang, they they hugged each other, dapped it up. Man, did as soon as Shit they announced the win, everything went. The, winter, everything the
0: furthest left I've ever seen. <laughs> Tony broke his buffs. Jamel was crying. Shit went left. Shit went
1: left. You you know what it takes for a Detroit nigga to break his buffs. He broke his buffs. Man. <laughs> he he is from Detroit. For anybody listening, you know. <laughs> If you don't know how important a pair of Cartier buff frames are to to somebody from Detroit, <laughs> just look it up. <laughs> what happened, man? It was oh wow. It's I don't know, man. This is like this is this is like entertainment though. Like the the this press this press round might be more entertaining than the fight.
0: I I have not watched the first fight since it happened. Um, I meant to watch it. I have not got a chance to watch it. I will definitely watch it before the second fight just so I can get a gauge of what to look for. But it's it's crazy to me how disrespectful and hateful this this feud is. Robbery. <laughs> this shit is a robbery, and it's like it's crazy. Um, let's get the let's get this basics out the way. How you see the fight going, and and what do you what are you looking for in the fight? Uh,
1: nah. good question. <laughs> how, do I, how, do, how do I see the fight going? Well, I, I can tell you what I'm looking for in the fight first. I'm looking for Jamel to knock Tony Harrison out. <laughs> how do I see the fight going? I don't see it going quite that way. <laughs> so it's kind of tough because it's like I mean, <laughs> not because no, but it's like you know when when you get two guys that are uh, as is confident and talking shit the way these two dudes are. It's like you know how sometimes you can tell somebody don't really believe what they say. Yeah. I I can't tell you which one of these dudes don't believe what they say. Nah. But I mean but I I ain't gonna say I can't tell you which one don't believe it, but I can tell you believe it more. I think I think Tony believe everything he said. <laughs> or he won he won he won't, won't believable motherfucker. <laughs>
0: is it is it the Detroit in him? <laughs>
1: No, it's, it's because it's almost like, because you you see it, it's a situation where it's like, all right, if you if you got a, like, say you you got a big brother or something, and it's like you and your big brother arguing, and it's like you the little brother, so you arguing out of emotion, yeah, <laughs> and then your big brother just come like, man, shut up. <laughs> that, that's the whole, that's like the entire vibe of the press conference.
0: <laughs> hey, that's that's like super perfect. Because you can see, like, even when they... Tony is, like, very matter-of-fact. And, like, the way he's he's going at Jamel, like, it's not... Like, he's very specific in the things he says to... So it's, like, very disrespectful.
1: Yeah. I've because never... it's, like, Jamel will sit up there and bring, down, bring him down as a boxer. And then Tony will get up there and say, you a pussy. Just call him a
0: pussy. Like... <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> like... So. It's... This is different. (laughs) This is... I didn't... Now, when we first discussed this back over the summer when the original rematch was supposed to happen, I said that this fight ends one of two ways. It ends with a Jamel knockout, and it ends with either Tony on points. But I... I can... And I want to make this clear. I can see Tony winning the fight. I, I really can. I can see him winning the fight. But I can't see that more then i can see jamel knocking him out <laughs> and I- see,
1: it's like i
0: i, I mean it, and
1: it's so crazy because it's like i don't even know how like i don't, like if either one of like all right, if it go to decision and jamel win or like, whatever happens like it is what it is it's like after these press conferences though it's like i can't see neither one of them getting knocked. like it's fine. not saying that i can't foresee it but i mean like like I can't look at shit the same if either one of them get knocked out after all the shit talking they've been doing.
0: You, like you kind of don't want to see a knockout. Like <laughs> no, no, that's what it is. Because it's like, I,
1: like man, because now now it's like somebody forced to be like super humble. And I don't know if I want either one of these dudes to be humble. I love
0: people like, in
1: third fight. No, <laughs> i to <laughs> That's what I mean, like, and it's like even, but no, even even as far as, like, the boxing aspect, going back to the first fight, like, uh, I, I could see some people saying they feel Tony won or people saying they feel Jamel won, but it's like, I feel like that fight, I do feel like Jamel shouldn't have lost the belts in that fight,
0: uh-huh. like,
1: you know, because the belts were on the line, I feel like, I do feel like it was a close fight, but yeah. I feel like it wasn't, I feel like Tony didn't beat him definit- definitively to, to take up. his title. To pick about, I get that, but 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 I am so grateful for a camera that.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is this is this is the that was the best thing that could have happened, and it's like we find ourselves in the space now where you got two guys who hate each other, and two guys that are going to go out there and do everything they can to win. Um, I see the fight going. I, I see it, Knockout. I don't know if it's like knockout, maybe TKO or stoppage, but I see Jamel getting a win. But I am not upset either way.
1: I, <laughs> like, could, probably I, live, I could probably live with a TKO. I, I can't. I, I can't see. Either, I can't see either one of these dudes laying, laying out on, laying like out getting, on the laying out getting
0: stressed out. Yeah, I can <laughs>
1: I, I don't, don't want to see it.
0: <laughs> oh man. I, I, I like. I'm satisfied either way. I'm definitely hoping for the trilogy. Um. The The disrespect is so crazy because it's one thing to say, oh, fuck you, you a bitch. It's one thing to say, oh, he emotional. It's another thing to say, this pussy cannot beat me. <laughs> and he know he didn't win the first fight. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> no, that's wild. Like, it's, it's wild. Like, to call the guy a pussy is crazy as is. But as disrespectful as Tony is saying it is even more... <laughs>
1: No, mind you, like I mean, they he he's saying it with their arms reach, dog. <laughs> <laughs> like they they in each like, other's face. Uh, I can <laughs> I commend these dudes. Like I commend their self control. I mean, boxers in general, though, because I mean, but it, it's it ain't too many press conferences like this that get like this disrespectful, though.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. This ain't,
1: this ain't like a norm, so it's like these two dudes in particular, I'm more so Jamel, because it's like. He talking and he talking his shit, but then it's almost like man the way the way he make you feel when he talking his shit and the way Tony make you
0: feel. He's different because he's very like he's very like frightening, calm. He's 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 calm and he's very calm and frightening, and Tony is like very aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it's not aggressive. It's like he just talking shit. It's like it's aggressive and like you believe him. Yeah, no.
1: <laughs> it's, it's, it's aggressive to the point where i like, look, look, Tony, if you swing on you right now, I'll blame him. <laughs>
0: That's a fact. That's a fact. And, and like, I can't wait to see it. I think it's going to be a really good, fun fight tomorrow. Um, yeah, and, and, and it sets up a big 2020 definitely because, you know, J-Rock's got the titles. Her is uh, coming back. I don't know. Why her is not going into an immediate rematch with J. Rock, but he said, "Hey man, he's ducking that fight." Yeah, hey man, <laughs> and, and that's another thing, Jared Hurt, Before we get out of here, you cannot call Jamel mentally weak when you took the rest of the year off after your, your L, and you ain't no. But, even... I,
1: but he, I could have sworn he like came out right and said like he don't want, he didn't want the fight. <laughs> like no, I'm like I'm. He I'm, said like, that. No, I'm, I could have sw- like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to fact check and we'll bring the facts back on Sunday, but okay. I'm almost positive like it was something to where.
0: I heard not you, so bro. <laughs> it, was,
1: it was either an interview with like uh, J-Rock or something saying that, you know, they offered him a rematch and he turned it down.
0: I'm sure they offered him the rematch.
1: <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. I mean, like, shit, if you turn it down, that's the same as you like outright saying that you don't want to fight. <laughs> so, but yeah, I'm I'm almost positive. He like, they offered him the rematch and he turned it down.
0: 154 is nuts, man um charlo harrison too we're gonna give y'all a follow-up sunday a lot going on in boxing right now it's it's tony that's my boy will and we will holler at y'all peace out we out